The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. and welcome to a brand new episode of the two-point conversation football talk for fans by fans right here on the network at bicbp-radio.com my name is matt johnson one of your hosts and alongside with me for your fantasy football duo episode uh, as we look ahead towards week nine and your starts and sits our fantasy football expert mr reinhold bailey morning ryan how we doing better now that i get the expert tag you're welcome Thank you. <laughs> um, it's good to it's hear. Getting, it's a uh, it's it's getting chilly in Texas. <laughs> Is it really? It's it was like thirty. I went to a, a, a buddy's house for a bonfire. It was like thirty six degrees. I was like, why is it like this? That's, oh, that's gross. <laughs> that's not why I moved here. <laughs> yeah, that's grody. Yeah. Um, that is Great grody. Stuff. Yeah, we are getting, I mean, we've been saying it the last couple of weeks where we are right there, everybody. We are right there when it comes to, uh, you know, just, just postseason stuff. This is the home stretch. This is the last quarter of your fantasy football, most people's fantasy football seasons uh, this week right here. So uh, we're going to do our best and help guide you through this week nine. Uh, a couple teams on buys this week. I just had it right in front of me. It is uh, Washington, Tampa Bay, Detroit, and Seattle. So, um, uh, kind of, um, there's, Damn, maybe, I can't start, I can't start golf. Uh, no, <laughs> darn it. Darn it. You cannot start golf, but, uh, for some of the other, I mean, the other three teams, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of fancy, uh, starters missing. Of course, McLaurin, uh, Antonio Gibson, uh, of course, everybody on the bucks offense. I know I'm missing Leonard Fournette this week, big time. And, uh, for Seattle, you know, can't have Geno Smith this week. So uh, that's that's tough. That's that's tough news right there. But we are getting what's that? No, (laughs) Geno picks, man. Geno picks. That's right. Uh, But uh, if you start any of our Colts players this past week, uh, you know, good for you. If you started Mike White this week, suck it. Told you so. We told (laughs) you so. But not the way that it happened. He did get a t- he did he did get a tutter. We do have to admit yeah. that he did get a fantasy football uh, a, a nice touchdown. But uh, but I saw a really good uh, Mike White meme the other day. I, I was going to send it in the group chat, but I, <laughs> you don't want to upset and rattle some feathers. Yeah, it was um, it was just a, a a still shot of Elijah Moore about to catch the touchdown pass, and it's like if Mike White stays in the game, and it was like Jets one hundred. Colt seven. And then on the left of his stat line, it was like 76 or 76 for 900 yards or something. Like that. Hey, I would have been here for it, man. You know, Mike white, it's, he's making things interesting. Uh, I mean, it just like, aside from getting hurt the other night, he's made things uh, very yeah. interesting in, in New York. So we're going to have to watch how that unfolds. If this offense comes out and looks flat with uh, when Zach Wilson comes back. Oof. It might be, it might be, but only time will tell. We'll cross that road when we get there. 
Uh, but we do have some games to talk about, everybody. I believe 13 games because uh, Thursday Night Football is out of the way. And, yeah, there's only like 14 games this week. Yeah. So um, so let's get into it. Minnesota is traveling to Baltimore uh, this week. Uh, three and four Vikings, the five and two Baltimore Ravens. Uh, my God. Minnesota, get your get your shit together. Get get yeah, it together. <laughs> Y'all are bad. Um, what an embarrassing showing against against Dallas this past week. But um, from a fantasy football perspective, yeah, it was actually it was just just disappointing across the board. I'm yeah. looking at Delvin yeah. Cook's numbers. Yeah. I'm looking at Justin Jefferson's numbers, uh, and I'm concerned because I definitely hold Baltimore's defense in higher regard than I do Dallas. Um, you trusting a guy, a Kirk Cousins, this week against Baltimore? Kirk's been dealing this this year, man. But I mean, you would have thought he would have dealt a little harder against Dallas last <laughs> week. But um, yeah, that wasn't great. Um, yeah, man, I think I'm st- I think I'm still in on Kirk, man. I think this is gonna be a bounce back week. Okay, um, maybe I'm just trying to, you know. Summon something like a Ravens loss. I don't know, but um, but yeah, I I, don't, I am worried about Delvin Cook though. He's freaking me out. Um, although he's missed a couple games, but that was like his first bad, like first dud, I think, of when he's been playing. So yeah, uh, well, no, he did pretty bad against Cleveland too. He's had a couple rough years, uh, yeah, rough sucks. games. This. <laughs> Remember when you said it was the easiest draft pick you ever made in fantasy? Hey man, hey, hey, hey. I'd pay for it. It was hey. at the time. It was. It was. No, I get it. I get it. Look at me now. I should have picked. Why? Like, I don't. Why do people overthink Derrick Henry every year? And by people, I mean myself. Why do I do that? <laughs> like, I'm, obviously, if Derrick Henry's healthy, like obviously, like you know, in hindsight, but the, like that whole offseason is like, dude, Derrick, like on some stupid draft day bullshit. Derrick Henry, no matter what. And I'm like, you know what, Delvin Cook, fuck it. Right. I'm like, you know, maybe Derrick Henry's been a fraud this his whole career. I'm going Delvin. Draft. I know. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's 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 a tough pill to swallow. I, you know, I mean, Jesus, is, you think Christian McCaffrey's going to be a first round draft pick after the two seasons right. being out? You know what I mean? That that all changes. But then on the on the flip side of it, you you when you drafted Eckler, you're like, ah, he's not my favorite guy. And then now Eckler's great. <laughs> right. Yeah. So fantasy is weird, but that, but that's, that, that's what makes fantasy fun. Be, being wrong is a big part of making fantasy fun. Really oh, absolutely. As I mean, if we're right all the time, then you're like, oh, this is, yeah, it's too easy. And I mean, there's yeah. no interest in it. it. It definitely means a lot more when you're, when your team puts it together. Yeah. Um, so Kirk Cousins expecting a, a good day. He's Baltimore has been 17th against quarterbacks uh, this year in fantasy, according to ESPN. Uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, Dalvin Cook, hopefully a bounce back game. Baltimore's run defense is not really all that great. 25th against running backs. And uh, but yeah, the wide receiver room. I mean, it, Thielen popped off last week. He had a pretty good day, but uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, not so much. No, dude, like, um, I don't know if they're scared of Trevon Diggs or what's going on there, but um. Yeah, dude, it, Justin Jefferson, he needs to be getting 13 targets a game. Like, there's no excuse for him not being targeted any less. Right. Um, yeah, so this is – I definitely see this as a, as a bounce-back game for, for for Jefferson. Yeah, hopefully hopefully so. I mean, again, he's, he's one of those guys who, even if they whiff a week, 
here, a week there. You still got to kind of put them in play because they're, their good days are more abundant than their bad days. Pretty mm-hmm. typically, pretty typically. You know, the Ravens really haven't been all that great against the pass, you know, with those, with those stud corners and like Jimmy Smith and um, Marlon Humphrey. They've, they've allowed 312 yards a game through the air. So. so I think that, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good incentive uh, when it comes to that. What about uh, what, defensively? Are you looking – would you chance Minnesota's defense this week against Baltimore? No. Probably not, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, Latavius Murray's not looking like he's going to play for Baltimore. Well, that puts a damper on things. So it's going to be Devonta Freeman, who who's looked pretty good in the small sample size he's had. He's looked like he has some burst. And- good. Yes, he has. He has taken off a little bit. I always worry about every – I always worry when I hear the words Devonta Freeman uh, in, in fantasy football because he was a keeper one of my years, and it just did not pan out good. But yeah. um, those first couple of weeks that they were using him, big time red zone guy. Uh, oh, yeah. Big touchdown. He was touchdown dependent, most undoubtedly. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't see like, if you need running back depth. I know there's a lot going on across the board. Um, you know, I think McCaffrey. I don't even know if McCaffrey's activated or he's at, it's off IR. But I don't know if he's going to start this week. I'm not 100 percent certain where that is. Um, where yeah, that he's lies. off the IR. He's just practicing limited right now. But uh, if you're looking for some running back depth, if you need some flex depth because of the teams that are out this week. Uh, Freeman's not a terrible choice. He's no. not. A, he's not a terrible choice. They're going to use running backs. That is Baltimore's mo. That is what they do. Uh, they are a run heavy team. So the relief almost a lot for 10, 12 touches probably at least at, at the very least. Um, but across the board for Baltimore, yes, you're going to start your Lamar Jacksons. Yes, you're going to start your Hollywood Browns. Uh, yes, you're going to start your Mark Andrews. Um, and I don't know about Rashad Bateman yet. He's had some uh, Dude, decent stash, games. Stash Rashad Bateman, man, because first of all, he's coming out of college. He was he was really really good. Um, just a, such a good route runner and like really good at the point of it, like point of the high point in the ball and just um, he's been getting targets when he's healthy, man. Like Lamar's looking his way, so definitely keep him as like if you have room, keep him as a stash, man. I really think that he could be like one of those league winning guys at, at, at the end of the season. For sure. Uh, you know, knowing what kind of help that Lamar has. Need, well, actually, you know, despite the injuries, Lamar has produced pretty well. Uh, and he's, yeah. he's evolved as a passer. And I think that only bodes well for Rashad Bateman in his future. So, um, so that's that. What are you thinking about uh, Baltimore's defense this week? Nah, I don't like the defense. Don't know from Minnesota? Okay. Yeah. yeah, they have given up quite a bit frequently, like we, like we talked about. So, all right. Uh, so that's kind of Baltimore and Minnesota. Let's move on to uh, another very fun competitive game. The <laughs> uh, the <laughs> Buffalo Bills versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, uh, I have no interest in this. Game. I'm going to watch it tomorrow at Riverworks. And uh, yeah, Love Riverworks. Buffalo. it's a Love great, great establishment. And we're going to watch. I'm going to watch with some friends, but I, you know, there's no, there's no Josh Allen versus Josh Allen. That's about, that's about the only uh, little storyline yeah. I can gather from this. But, uh, but yeah, I expect big things from Buffalo uh, from a fantasy perspective this week. Jacksonville is that bad. Uh, and Buffalo's just been laying it on people this year. I think yeah. they have a 120 point differential or something. Yeah. Something like opponents. that. Yeah, they they they're having they're having a really really good season in terms of like they have number one scoring offense number one scoring defense so yeah um 
Yeah, this is either going to be one of those games where, yeah, they're going to blow them out. Um, <laughs> or so we, I, I mean, to... yeah, you hope, you I certainly would, I hope do... so. I would assume, like, I don't know if this is going to be like a like this. This this feels like this is going to be a digs like ten catches, one hundred and twenty yards, and a touchdown game, right? And you know, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, they all pull in, you know, four or five, and um, the running backs have two carries for seven yards, <laughs> and Josh Allen ends up with like forty-seven um, pass attempts and forty completions. <laughs> I don't know, man. It just it just feels like one of those like. This feels like this should be like a run heavy game considering the Bills should be up top and like and they're they what's the over under like 14 and a half or something like that. I think that. It, yeah it's the it's the biggest spread this week 14 like, and a half is what we said on with, Wednesday. With, with the spread like that and your favorite that much that's usually it's a good sign for a heavy running game but the Bills is just, it's just non existent so um Josh Allen's QB1 this week I don't think it's close. Yeah I'd say so. Yeah you make a good point about the running backs. Zach Moss looks okay at the beginning of the season but is as far right. as usage goes but uh, i think they want to use zach moss more but like they feel obligated to use devin singletary i don't know why um, still i don't know why yeah he hasn't he, he shows some flashes sometimes like okay that's why they they you know he was like the fifth running back taken and right then there's other times where you're like god this guy sucks <laughs> but i don't know man i i want singletary to be good but i just don't i mean i maybe he just needs like a change of scenery i don't know Eh, could be. I I I don't quite get it. I, I don't. Yeah. But pretty much if you have a Buffalo player, go ahead and use them. Beasley had a hell of a day last week. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was the Beasley show last week. He's had a couple of big games. I mean, he did good against Tennessee. Weeks back, he did good against Washington. Um, would you trust Beasley as a consistent starter uh, in fantasy, despite some of his really low weeks that he's had? Here's a tip from a Bills fan when it comes to like Cole Beasley. If Josh Allen's ever in distress, he's looking for Cole Beasley every time. So if it chances are if they're playing a pretty good defense, Cole Beasley's going to be the guy because a Cole Beasley always gets open. Not even just being a fan, Matt can agree with me. Cole Beasley is always open. Yeah. Um. So Josh Allen's going to look his way. That that's that's Josh Allen's safety blanket. So nine times out of ten, if it's a pretty good defensive matchup, that's I, I'm I'm fine starting Beasley in those situations because he's going to get targeted. Or a team with a really good uh. uh uh, pass rush. Right, right, which we're not facing here with Jacksonville. Uh, no. Uh, so Bill's defense, that, that pretty much means the Bill's defense is good uh, to go this week. Jacksonville, on the other hand, uh, not a whole lot of, of upside at all. Trevor Lawrence's projections keep falling down. He has been uh, disappointing, and I know a lot of fantasy yeah. owners picked him up like he was the next Andrew Luck this year very, very early. He's the next uh, Peyton Manning, man. Peyton Manning had a bad rookie year. Yeah, <laughs> this is bad. Uh, this is this is certainly bad. I don't even know from uh, offensively who I would start from Jacksonville. I mean, LaVisca Chenault has been the most consistent one, but even he's been a roller coaster. Yeah, consistently bad with the rest of the team. <laughs> uh, See, to be honest, this might be like one of those games where it's like Dan Arnold is going to be the guy. And everyone's like, well, that helps nobody. Right, right. Because, yeah, Dan Arnold, it, Jesus, he's rostered in this one league I'm in. Okay. Uh <laughs> Get him on the show. Let's figure out if he's okay. 14.8% ownership or a yeah, 14.8 points last week against uh, Seattle. So maybe, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but it doesn't bode well for Jacksonville. I'm, I'm there is a lot of concern here uh, for Ed. If you own ranked against tight ends, I'm curious. Uh, eighth. I could. Oh, according to ESPN. Okay. 
So it's um, not a favor. It's not a very favorable matchup for Dan Arnold this week. Dan Arnold's going to score two tutties. So. There's a bunch of <laughs> there's a bunch of red. Trevor Lawrence, you know, Buffalo's first against quarterbacks, second against wide receivers, first against uh, first against running backs. It's it's Go not Bills. good. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. So that, that's I mean that's really all I got. If if you are you got to be in real. No man, you're you're. I mean, no, you're you're totally unless you have unless you're unless you're starting wide receivers or DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, and Chris Godwin um, all on by, then go ahead and fire up uh, <laughs> Visca Chanel because you don't have a choice. <laughs> right. Or or don't fire up Visca Chanel. Go to the waiver wire and pick up uh, uh, Tajay Sharp. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Good luck with that, y'all. Um. All right, let's head on over to Atlanta and New Orleans NFC South matchup. The first time I think these two teams are playing each other this year. Uh, Trevor t- Simeon again, not Taysom Hill. Correct, which I'm to have mixed feelings about. Well, I I, 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 I would ben, take ben I would take Taysom Trevor Hill. Simeon. I would take Trevor Simeon over Taysom Hill all day, any day. But, Ever since uh, Taysom Hill vultured a, uh, what would have been a game ceiling touchdown from Elvin Kamara for my fantasy team. Oh, I've I had it. I've had a hit out for Taysom Hill ever since. He's a fake football player. He's just a good athlete. He's a running back. And, then, and then, uh, Brian and I would always have discussions. So be like, why don't you like Taysom Hill, man? It's fun for the game of football. It's like, the game of football. <laughs> no, man, I don't like Taysom Hill, man. No one on that team likes Taysom Hill. I bet you that when he, they take showers, they throw flour on him. <laughs> they tar and feather him. Yeah, so like screw the, you, Taysom. Like the, like the <laughs> stat-stealing piece of shit that he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Trevor Simeon getting the start this week. Uh, but let's take a look at Atlanta first. They are the away team. Matt Ryan coming off of a uh, a doozy of a game and week eight against Carolina. One touchdown, two interceptions, only 146 yards passing. Not all that good. But I would still put a Maddie. I, I would still put Maddie Ice in a starter. You know, he doesn't have bad games very often. I think this might have been his second bad game of the, of the season. Um, yeah, it is week one against Philadelphia, 7.3 points in one of my leagues. And then last week, uh, 8.1 game, uh, what well, 8.1 points against, uh, against Carolina. So, uh, New Orleans is fifth against quarterbacks. I, but I, however, I still like Matty ice there as this offense continues to evolve and adapt past the, uh, the Calvin Ridley era. Um, just say real quick, we should, wow, that was really loud in my headphones. Um, we should touch on, um, <laughs> Calvin Ridley real quick. Oh yeah. He did step away for mental health reasons and they put him on IR. So that's a guaranteed, um, that's guaranteed three weeks out. So, so Uh, yeah. So where does this team go from there? It's, it's heavy dependency on Cordero Patterson. I I, I think Uh, this dude is uh, Cordero Patterson and Kyle Pitts. Pitts. (laughs) Yeah. Basically. Um, Tajay Sharp is they're like number one right now. Which like why is he? What does he bring to the table other than a cool name? Right. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it is a favorable matchup this week. New Orleans 29th against wide receivers. Yeah. So um him and Russell this, Gage are only uh the, the point one difference in projected points. Not that that ever comes to fruition, but you know how weird it is to not say like, "Oh, this is going to be a shootout." Like Atlanta and like New Orleans has always been for us. Like it's always yeah. like, "This is going to be a shootout." Julio's going to catch three hundred. Drew Brees is going to go off. Elvin Kamara, Michael Thomas is going to be a huge, huge game. And then it's just so weird that like retirement sucks. Yeah, it does. 
It uh, it certainly does. But uh, yeah, the top three that I mean must start. Even uh, you know, Matty Ice, Cordero Patterson, Kyle Pitts are easy. Um, even with all the injuries and stuff, I might be looking to use uh, Mike Davis a little bit too. He got a, mm-hmm. he had a decent game last week. Uh, use him a little bit in the in the in the in the passing game, which is uh, which is important. Five uh, excuse me, five catches off six targets for twenty two yards. And we all know if you're in a in a PPR league, which you should be in by now, it is twenty twenty one. As as uh, Ryan likes to say, yeah, uh, that's 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 big time points right there. That certainly helps. Hayden Hurst could be interesting too. I mean, with Calvin Ridley out and Kyle Pitts already pretty much a wide receiver, they could just spread Kyle Pitts out wide a lot more and then bring Hayden Hurst in to play that more, you know, quote unquote traditional tight end. So they could. I'm not saying go go grab him, spend all your fab budget on him, but I, I think keep an eye on, on Hurst. I think he could be a, a sneaky guy to, um, w- with uh, um, Calvin Ridley out for, for at least a few weeks. It could be even longer. We don't know how long Calvin Ridley is going to be out. It's just a minimum of three weeks right now, but it could be like the rest of the year easily. Yeah, it, it would not surprise me. So that is a tough loss for Atlanta, who was starting to heat up a little bit. They were starting to win some yeah. games and things, and that is uh, definitely a difference maker. Uh, let's look at New Orleans now. All right, Alvin Kamara, the de facto projected number one talent on that roster. Kamara is just insane. Uh, going up against yeah. the Atlanta defense, that is 26th against running backs. Um yeah, so uh, the, the no brainer fire up there. Trevor Simeon is interesting this week. I am, I am. He did really good. <laughs> he did he pretty did. good for his time in last week. He did uh, 159 yards and one touchdown, and uh, he earned 12.5 points in his limited play. But uh, Atlanta's got the 29th ranked defense against quarter, at least against quarterbacks. So there's a part of me. Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) Atlanta's always like start everybody. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, And of course, the Saints team receiving the news that Michael Thomas will not return this season. He is out for the whole year. Uh, You know, this is people about that, too. We did. So give ourselves a pat on the back for that. People probably wondering, you know, when can I take Michael Thomas for us? Preferably not. Yeah. The last pick, like last pick. That's one of the few like kudos is we can like really hang our hat on. Like I'd have to look back and, and see how many good things that we've said. Cause I know we said a lot of bad things, <laughs> a lot of very not helpful yeah. things, but Speaking I do find myself on don't the even, Don't even touch Marquez Callaway, AKA stardom. Cause he's going to have 10 catches for 180 yards. Yeah. Just cause touchdown. you said, just cause you said that, just cause you said that. Are you currently going to add him as we speak? <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody owns him. <laughs> and done. I have a Jersey curse and you have a Marquez Callaway curse. That's 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 what you got going on. <laughs> no, you uh, have a Jersey curse, especially when when, when this Jonathan Taylor shows up, Mr. Hottest running back in the NFL is going down. <laughs> <laughs> Which is dumb because considering I have him in several fantasy leagues, but that's you silly goose. This is bigger uh, than fantasy, Matt. <laughs> it, I guess I guess it is. It's personal now. It's personal now. Um, I still got to hang out that Josh Allen, man. It's going to look real nice on my wall, cursing, cursing peoples. Uh, screw, screw your wall. Other <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, offensively, I'm not really fond of nope. outside of – I mean, even tr- Simeon's a reach for Mark me. Mark Ingram? <sighs> Maybe. Probably not, right? I don't Dude, know. He had, he, he had a little flare uh, last week. A little bit. A little something, something. That's about it, though. So we can move on. That's about it. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, not a big old fire, but a little bit of a, a little itty bitty fire. Um, yeah. 
We'll see. I I, I don't know. Uh, Saints defense, are you taking I mean, Falcons defense, definitely not. But Saints defense, are, are you interested in this week? Probably a little bit. I kind of am, yeah. This DeMario Davis could get like two sacks. So, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of interested. Okay. I would. Yeah, you know what? I would. Okay. I'm here for it. Uh, yeah, a little stat here. New Orleans has won three straight games versus the Falcons and allowed fewer than 20 points in each game. So that's a good sign. Um, and, and the way things are looking, it might extend to four. Uh, next up, guys, we have Denver and Dallas, four and four Denver Broncos and the six and one Dallas Cowboys. Uh, let's take a look at Denver, whose defense is without the face, its essential face of the franchise for the first time in many, many years. Von Miller shipped yeah. to Los Angeles this past week. Um, so, yes, yeah, that's a huge hit for Denver's defense, which. I have. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so did that's... you see? Um, did you see the meme? It was like the NFL should start going towards like not telling anybody about trades and have the players appear Royal Rumble style. Oh yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I loved it. And I, I highly agree. How cool that would be? That would be pretty good. That would and then be people, good. people like Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport would be out of a job. Uh, sadly, but you sure. know what? Screw the. No, I'm, I'm just going on a rampage today. <laughs> you are today. Screw that. <laughs> you are violent today. Um, it's a coffee. Yeah, that'll do it. So what do we got for Denver? Uh, Teddy B. Have we given up on Teddy B? Dude, screw t- No. Um, yeah, man, I don't. It's not like you'd be like, you know, a bunch Teddy B throwing Drew Locke because it might be worse. <laughs> what I'm mean, talking about as a fantasy owner. I mean, it, no, that's what it, I'm saying. Yeah, it literally might be worse. Um <sighs> I don't, I don't like know, any man. of these I players. I don't I like don't. anything from Denver's offense right now. And I was so, so, so high on Jerry Judy. Now I look stupid. And, like, now they don't have Noah Fant. Um, so that's one less person. Yes, he is, out, he is out due to COVID. Um, you have Albert Okabukabange, or whatever his name is. Alberto. Just call him Just call him Alberto. And then um, even Cortland Sutton hasn't been, you know, that I mean, no, he's had he's had three really good games. Everything else has been yeah. average or below average. Sorry, that's well, that's before, how it is. Pittsburgh, Las Vegas, and Jacksonville have been his best games, all over 20, right. 23 points. And one, and you know what? All those games where he's targeted more than ten times, he's had good games. Right. And then the rest of the games, so those he has he's had those three good games, and then one, two, three, four, five games with under eight targets. Yeah. So. And I mean, I, I even in that game, week one, when he only had three targets, and that's when Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy had like 12 targets. So Cortland Sutton, we could see a drop even more in Cortland Sutton. We really could, because I think they want Jerry Judy to be that number one guy. Yeah. He, I, I don't know what <laughs> but to But at the same time, it. I don't, I, we're, we're just talking about the Broncos at this point. I mean, I don't think you can start any of them. I mean, no, not any, I mean Melvin Gordon has emerged, but again, he, there's better options out there. And you got to think the league, the league's terrified of Trevon Diggs, and that's who Cortland Sutton's going to. He's be following Cortland Sutton, and Jerry Judy might. He's probably not 100, percent so I'm not comfortable starting him yet. And um, that's really it. Man. Honestly, like, oh. I think the only one I would chance is Melvin Gordon, and I hate to say that. I think is, you can do both, both running back because they both get like an even amount of carries. So yeah. I mean, you he's, can start. Flex both of them, I think. Gordon's been increasing. He's had like one really bad game against Pittsburgh. The other ones were, I mean, eight, eight point seven, eight point nine in one of my leagues. But 
over the last three weeks, the Denver has faced some pretty significant uh, defense, at least pass rushes. Uh, you know, Vegas is, is not, I mean, Vegas isn't like be all end all, but 10.3 against them. I have against Cleveland 11.2 and then Washington. I know they haven't played up to snuff, but they still have the talent there. Uh, 19.2 last week in one of my leagues. I, I don't know as far as a consistent running back. Um, and again, we are missing some, some decent running backs this week. Maybe Melvin Gordon is the only option that I would, I would say. Yeah. ESPN has Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, 22 and 23, um, respectively so so yeah dallas does have the eighth best pass rush in the league but that's that's kind of what i got about that um so and definitely no to their defense at this point i think they're getting Uh they were getting carved up even when von miller was there uh all right let's take a look at the dallas cowboys them boys america's team Dak prescott supposed to return this week allegedly um after missing last week and cooper rush torched the uh (laughs) Torch, uh, torch, only oh, a torch, but he, he held his own. Uh, pretty good showing there. But Dak is back. Fire him up, Dak. Uh, even though Denver is second against quarterbacks this year, I, I don't expect Dak to have much trouble picking apart this team. Yeah, um, one thing to keep an eye on is Amari Cooper and Ceedee Lamb are both questionable. I think they 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 should they should both play. So. Usually, usually a cue. Usually, the more often than not, the questionable ends up leading to a start. Um, more often I will than say. Not, Denver's last five games, which is probably why they're ranked so high against quarterbacks, was um, Heineke, Mayfield, then Carr, <laughs> Big Ben, and then Lamar. So three out of those five games are against mediocre quarterbacks. So that is um, – they lost all those games, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah was, they were close games, so give them that. Denver, but... Denver's not – Fangio's just uh yeah they started three and out, didn't they? Yeah. Ugh. For shame. For shame. Uh Zeke, yes. CD Lamb, yes. Amari Cooper, yes. Uh what about Dalton Sh- no. Oh, oh, I, I oh no. I, Dalton Schultz uh, could be. Blake, Blake Jarwin's out. Blake Jarwin is out. That um, is true. So if anything yeah. happens with Cooper or Lamb as far as injury stuff, look to Dalton Schultz. I know it's a Denver's fourth best against tight ends, but um, and Cedric Wilson. Cedric Cedric Wilson. Wilson they, as well. they're, yes. they're loving them some Cedric Wilson as of late, man. Yeah, he had 18, um, 18 points uh, against Minnesota, 18.8. He had uh, three catches, yeah. 84 yards, and a touchdown. They love Cedric Wilson. So that's a good sign there. But, yeah, Dalton Schultz, I actually like. I'm glad that Ryan corrected me. He's only had two bad games. Yep. 3.8 against the Chargers. And one was without Dak, correct? I believe well, week two. Last uh, week? Last week was again without Dak, so three point one. Mm-hmm. That's that's excusable. And then week two against the Chargers, he only had three point eight points. Other than that, he has been ten uh, above ten. So yeah. for tight end usage, that's, that's good. not bad. You also called that. I said Blake Jarwin or Dalton Schultz. You said Dalton Schultz. I said Blake Jarwin. So whatever. <laughs> hey, I'll take I'll take any props I can get. I'm I'm not having a good year fantasy wise. Um, defensively, Dallas is a start this week. Yep. And it's not because there's some great defense. It's because Denver's offense Denver's, is really bad. Denver's kind of sorry. So. They're kind of bad. All right, next up, we're going to look. Ooh, this is a game I'm excited about. Kind of happy here for the Patriots. They are uh, playing the New England. Uh, they're playing the Carolina Panthers. Excuse me. And the Patriots have been playing really good football. I mean, this whole year, honestly, they haven't really they gotten really blown have. out by anybody. Um, I'm actually excited for this matchup on paper because – I think so, the Patriots are going to be a postseason team this year. 
quick off topic, off of fantasy topic. If if Bel if Belichick finishes as another good year, could we all just say it was Belichick? Like it wasn't just Brady that Belichick is. Really it's a combination thing. I think that's I mean, what a lot of people think. It's a combination thing. I don't that, Patri- that Patriots team last year was shouldn't had no business being. What were they nine and seven? Seven and nine. Seven and nine. They they had no business winning seven games. They really didn't. That team was bad. I think the Patriots are going to win double digits this year. They could. They very well could with a rookie. Yep. A rookie who no one thought was going to be good. <laughs> Correct. And he's the best quarterback of this draft class so far. Yep. Um, without a doubt. So they're going up. Uh, uh, yeah. New England and Carolina. I am excited for this. I, I really am on paper. This matchup. Carolina is 13th against quarterbacks. Uh, and Carolina just uh, just activated last week. Uh, former Patriots player Stephon Gilmore, who they acquired in a trade uh, several weeks ago. But uh, Mac is projected 15.9 points. Are uh, Mac is a good quarterback, but is he a fantasy good quarterback? Is is he good enough to start in fantasy? Maybe as a QB two, um, in a two in a in a what do they call him a super flex league? Yeah, or more or of a super flex, more of a and, super flex. One quarterback he needs like a perfect matchup, I think. Right. Um. So yeah. So Mac, yeah, it's a perfect matchup kind of thing. He has been delivering, even though last week wasn't all that great. Uh, they did beat the Chargers. Pretty. Uh, it was a very good game. So Mac may be worthy if you're desperate at QB. I know there's a couple of quarterbacks out this week too that uh, may yeah. bolt some, boast some interest in him. Uh, Damian Harris, start him. Start him. He's looked good. He has. If, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Correct. Keep, keep him rolling. Carolina apparently has the second second best defense against uh, running backs, but even still, I'm 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 pretty comfortable there. Twelve and a half points. He's projected in one of my leagues. Um, Jacoby Myers had a little bit of a, he's had a little bit of a dip, but again, there's been some wide receiver play out there. That's been awful. And, uh, I think Myers is, he's consistent. If anything, he's consistent. Consistent. Yeah. So, uh, that's really it. I got for, for new England, maybe a Hunter Henry. He disappointed last week. He's got a couple games over 10. I I have mixed feelings about the tight end room. right now. Yeah. Hunter Henry's the definition of touchdown dependent. Yeah. And Johnny Smith just haven't, hasn't lived up to potential either. What a dis, what a couple disappointing. Yeah, that hurt dude. John Smith could have been, he, dude, he could have been in a, in a much better situation, dude. That sucks for him. It really, oh, for sure. he's, cause he's a good player. He is. He certainly is. Um, so, uh, and then defense, I, I think you got to start their defense because, uh, Carolina's offensively has looked pretty, pretty bad. Sam Darnold, Mayor, I, I think he's, he's questionable right now. He had a concussion last week, but even still, this is the uh, this is the team that Sam Darnold's seen ghosts again. So maybe uh, he'll be seeing ghosts again. Let's go over to Carolina side of things. Christian McCaffrey is supposed to return off IR this week. I mean, if you got him, he was probably your first overall pick. Uh, definitely a first-round pick in everybody's draft, but he could have been the first overall in your draft if you have him. Uh, yeah, I dare say put him in this week. Ah! Engine. No, I'm kidding. What are you doing? Yeah, of course. Come on, man. I, McCaffrey is concerning, though. There's always concern. Like, I'm concerned oh, about course. McCaffrey right now because he's, like, entering Saquon Barkley levels of uh, of unavailability. And you know what I mean? Like, even, like, Chris McCaffrey's stock, draft stock, is going to fall next year. I can assure you with that. He's Oh, no doubt. He's yeah, earned injury-prone status. And it's, 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 it's painful to watch. It really is. Um. Yeah, man, Saquon, man, like, oh yeah, Saquon, Saquon will never taken 
you know, third or fourth overall this year. There's there's hope for McCaffrey to maybe be a first rounder, but Saquon, I, I don't think people are going to touch him. Um, and, you know, and the thing is, well, Saquon, everyone knew it was going to happen, but we still did it. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah, still did it. We tried. I don't know if we try to warn people. I don't know. Probably. But uh, McCa- <laughs> McCaffrey uh, is a star. Sam Darnold is out of no. starterhood right now. He's got to earn his way back up. He's fallen tremendously after his first four games. Um, just not the same, not the same dude. DJ Moore has uh, fallen a little bit, but I mean, that's obviously been based on the quarterback. I, I still would start DJ Moore over just about anybody else. Yep. Other than that, uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like what we got going on here uh, for, for the rest of the team. Again, Robbie Anderson continues to be uh, um, not used enough. I think for, for one of the best deep threats in the game when used, uh, they do not like to use him at all. Yeah. And Sam Darnold loved throwing to him too. And with the jets, so it's really a bizarre situation here. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not certain about it. We can't forget Stefan Gilmore revenge game. Yeah. So fire up that defense, fire up that defense. That's what I got to say about that. Stefan Gilmore three pick sixes. Book Oof. it. I'm here for him. All right. Next up, Cleveland and Cincinnati, the four and four Browns, the five and three Cincinnati Bengals. Cleveland just uh, dropping. They, they cut and all the news, all, and the, all news. the news. They just uh, we didn't get to talk about it yesterday. Uh, Friday, they came to terms and released Odell Beckham Jr. After a uh, after Odell Beckham Sr., I almost said Odell Beckham. Slandered them. I almost said Odell Beckham Jr. Senior. Uh, <laughs> after <OBJ> Odell Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> after uh, Papa Odell released a video of uh, shitting all over Baker Mayfield, so uh, um, a little bit of dude, heat. You know what, this is good for both teams or, or both sides. We called it this. We didn't think he was going to Odell was going to be a Brown dude, heading into this year. Baker. I, th- I think a report just came out. Was it? I think it was Jay Glazer, who is a very like well-renowned like. I don't want to say analyst. He he got the Drew Brees retirement last year. I mean, everybody kind of knew like, he's coming, but he, uh, he he's always on the stories. And he yeah. said like um, Odell was like stressing Baker out and and vice versa, and like, they just weren't meshing. And well, yeah, there's forced legit- the ball to Odell, and it just wasn't working. There's this legit stat that Odell has is you know. Baker played better with Odell. Right. Who was who it? Who was the wide receiver one when when Baker threw all, all set? Uh, you know, was throwing all those interceptions. It was OBJ. Odell. Baker yeah. looked amazing last year when OBJ was out. Yeah. This is a this is a legit stat line, and and it, this is a problem that Eli Manning faced. Eli Manning became an interception machine once o, yeah. once Odell became the guy. For me, always Odell Beckham Jr., a, a talented, talented guy. Um, he has, he's lived off that one catch for a long yeah, time, yeah. seven years. He's lived off that, that one handed touchdown grip. His hands haven't been the same since, you know, he's a, it he's happens. a, he's a target guy. I want targets. He'll have, I want targets. He'll have, he'll have some catches here and there, but he's, he's not, I don't know if it, if it's been his, his injuries the, the last couple of years, that's like really brought him down. But Odell isn't the same player. Like even when he got cut, like Browns drop star receiver. Like, I don't think he has star status anymore. He's been no. mediocre. He did. I mean, and, did he grab a, uh, over a thousand yards in his last full season with with the Browns? Yes, he did. But it came at a price, and he's not. He's right. He's not a star anymore. It, they not. obviously. I mean, they obviously 
couldn't find a trade partner for him. They knew this was coming and they couldn't find a trade partner for him. There's a lot more going on. They said there was a call with the Saints and they said the Saints are interested, but I I think I just, I read that they weren't interested. They were at first, but then they called and the Browns like they had a short conversation. That's what it said. It was a short conversation. It wasn't long lived. So guys, he could go unclaimed. I really could see it. The only team I could really, really see picking up Odell is probably the Raiders. Um, you know, they, they've been in Jesus, the news for, yeah. for the, for the, a lot of the bad reasons, but there's, there's a, a definite hole. And, um, but that, that's enough of Odell. Um, who do you think steps up for the Browns? I have a name in mind. I was, I'm curious who you think it is. Uh, at what for receiver? Yeah. Cause, cause Jarvis ain't, he, he's also not the same player. Injuries have riddled him this season. I don't even know. I mean, is it Higgins? Is it is it Schwartz? I I I don't I think know. It's Donovan Peoples Jones. I think it's Donovan yeah. Peoples Jones, and here's why. Um, he was one of the better athletes coming out of the draft a couple of years ago. Um, I challenge you go look at his combine numbers. Like Donovan Peoples Jones is just a good athlete who dealt with some injuries in college, and he was a projected first round pick. Like his like first big season in college, like this guy, like Donovan Peoples Jones was the next thing. And the Browns got him with a fifth, fifth round pick. And he showed some flashes and we've seen Baker throw to him. He had a little bit of, of flair in that playoff run last year. Right. Donovan Peoples Jones was a big part of that offense. And I think big, Baker Mayfield's a smart guy. He realizes that. And I think Donovan Peoples Jones is going to be a beneficiary in a big, big way. No, I, I, I think so. That's probably, you're probably right. You're probably right. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of questions that this Browns offense has not been good at all this year outside of yeah. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, so honestly, right now, the only, I mean, even, uh, I, I think the only one that is must start at this point for Cleveland is Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Yep. It is. It really is. And it's sad. Cause like everybody's been excited for this Browns team. We all have, um, do you know, the, and it just turns out they're, they're, Paper Tigers, man. Like they look good on paper and that's it. Yeah. Everything top to bottom. Not happy with Cleveland. Like I, I have to start Austin Hooper this week and I'm pissed about it. Like if they don't, if, if, if Miles Garrett wasn't on pace for what, 23 sacks or something like that, like what are we like? What, right. What's it a roof for for the Browns? Which side note, Miles Garrett is an absolute freak. Good oh, God. Yeah. He's so good at football. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely say their, their defense is probably worthy of a start this week. I know that Cincinnati has been a very, very good offense team, but if you need a defense to use, Cleveland's probably up there. Uh, but let's head yeah. on over to Cincinnati, who are coming off of a very tough loss to the uh, to the New York Jets, but they still yeah. looked pretty offensively inept in that uh, to the point where a lot of there wasn't a huge like drop-off for a lot of their guys. I think Jamar Chase might have had his worst game in recent – well, no, I wouldn't say his worst game in recent memory, but um, it was his lowest fantasy game. Uh, but he still had 13 points in that in that, in that that outing. But, um, but yeah, they, they kind of – Cincinnati's defense kind of crumbled a little bit. So, But I wouldn't blame it on the offense. I wouldn't let it deter you from starting any of Cincinnati's offensive pieces. Joe Burrow, Chase Mixon oh, yeah. um, at yeah. the top, undoubtedly so. And even uh, T. Higgins is starting to get a little bit more consistent, too. T. Higgins, man, yep. He's uh, he's only mm-hmm. – I mean, he missed two games, Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. He's only had, really had one bad game that he's played in. And that was the game against Detroit, 7.4 points in one of my, uh, in my, one of my ESPN leagues. So uh, I, I mean, think before Jamar Chase got there, Joe Burrow loved throwing to T Higgins, right. loved it. So, I mean, obviously that's not going to change. Sure. Jamar Chase is great, but you're still going to have that, that connection with T Higgins. So 
Um, I think it's clear now that it's Jamar Chase and that T Higgins number two. And, oh, and if, if Tyler Boyd's number three, you're the best receiver for in the NFL point blank period. Like that's just how it is. Tyler Boyd's a great receiver. He's, he's, he's still a top 30 play this week. Oh yeah. Yes, he is. Uh, and then I think even though CJ Yazuma had a, uh, had a little bit of a down game, I think he's still worthy of a start too against Cleveland. Yeah. Um, Cleveland is 12th against tight ends. And so uh, I'm kind of there and defensively, honestly, with the woes that I know that Bengals, like, yep. Bengals yes, They're I would definitely 10. say the Bengals. They got to be top 10. Despite last week against the Jets, which was just unbelievable. Uh, I, I, the Cleveland team's ineptness at offense makes the Bengals a, a worthwhile, definite worthwhile start this week. Agreed. All right. Next. Oh, dear God. Uh, <laughs> next, next up, we have the Houston Texans and the Miami Dolphins. Ooh, let's go Tua. That's it. <laughs> hey man, Tarod Taylor's back. Tarod, baby. You should get at least Go ahead. What were you going to say? Uh, he's honestly the two weeks that he played. He, yeah, he's been good. He did good. Brandon he Cooks, good. too. Fire him up, baby. Come on. Oh, yeah. I'm all in on Brandon Cooks this week. Jordan with, Jordan uh, Akins, too, probably. <laughs> let, let me slow down. Let me slow down. It's cool, man. Yo, be excited <laughs> for Houston. Um, yeah, Terod Taylor is back in the lineup, meaning Davis Mills has been uh, knocked down to backup. But um, yeah, Terod Taylor, very, very excited for him. He, it's it's always tough to see that, but he has a very juicy matchup here against Miami. Um, Ooh, I know that nice Miami, garbage. you like that? Yeah. Um, I know that Miami has two of the best cornerbacks in the game, and Xavier oh, Howard and uh, oh god, what's the other? Byron one? Jones. Byron Jones. That's right. But uh, you know, and Toronto has a great deep shot. So uh, you got to expect. Dude, I'm so glad you said that. He really does. His deep ball's gorgeous. <laughs> I, so I watched good. him do it against the Jets a co- on Thursday Night Football like several yeah. years ago. And, and his very Buffalo. first start against, against, I'm sorry, man, it was against the Colts. Percy Harvin got him deep. That, yeah. very, that His very first touchdown as a bill was gorgeous. I remember being a Bills fan and I was watching. I was like, because I'm so used to like them not hitting deep shots. I was like, oh, here we go. It's like third down. I'm like, okay, well, here comes the punt team. And then Percy just makes a beautiful catch. Better for all. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was. It was- <laughs> Bills to the Super Bowl this time. <laughs> It was pretty wild. So, um, so yes, well, definitely well, a lot of intrigue for Terod. Uh, if you need quarterback help, Terod is interesting. Brandon Cooks, yes. Uh, other than that, for Houston, I'm not liking it. All right, they got rid of their their best running back in Mark Ingram, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> and wide receiver wise, they're just a hot mess. So uh, Houston, I mean, uh, not even their defense. Not even their defense here. Uh, yeah, no, not. <laughs> No, just nothing. It's it's Tarad, it's it's Cooks, and then it's it's nothing. Yeah. Um, end of but, list. End of list. But for Miami, on the flip side, uh, a very favorable matchup for uh, them. Two has been Parker is on IR. Yes, so that is a very important note. note that. But Jalen uh, Waddle, man, Jalen Waddle. It should be Tua a day. Two two has loved him some Waddle. Um, against the Bills, yes, Devontae Parker had a better stat line, but Waddle got more targets, so he's looking at Waddle more. And now with Parker out, dude, Waddle's going to be that guy. So I love this matchup for, for two and Waddle. Love it. Yes, there's a lot of green right here. Uh, Houston's oh, yeah. 26th against quarterbacks, according to ESPN. Uh, Miles Gaskin, uh, uh, probably worthy of a start this week. Uh, Houston's oh. 23rd against running backs. Gaskin had uh, eight and a half points against Buffalo last week, which we get it as mm-hmm. Buffalo, but he tore up Atlanta several weeks ago. Uh, with a seventeen point uh, a seventeen point game there, 
Uh, Mike Gesicki is your start. Yes. And like you said, Jalen, especially with, with, with Parker out, I think that that might affect, that's going to affect Gesicki and Waddle in good ways in good ways. Yes. And honestly, I I would dare say that Miami's defense might be worthy of a sleeper start this week Mm -hmm. uh, with how, with, with how Houston is, but, um, but that is that game. I I don't have too much to add about that. Um, Interesting little stat. Houston has won eight of the last nine games versus Miami. Eight of their last ten. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're gonna win this game. No, I don't think so either. All right, I guys. Will say though, in, in those in those few games, I think Davis Mills is gonna be in the NFL, man. I really do. Um, with such a bad team around him, he's he played some pretty good football right there for that. I mean, there's no, huh? No, no doubt. I agree. I yeah, agree. like I mean. You got to give the dude credit. His first start, he's playing on a dumpster fire team for a dumpster fire organization. I mean, he's. I mean, he he did the best he could. I think he looked pretty good. And I think Davis Mills is 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 going to be. He's going to stay in the league for a little bit. Yeah. No, I certainly, I certainly agree. So I like Davis Mills. I like what he brings to the table, yeah. um, for sure. Let's head on over to our next game: the Las Vegas Raiders and the uh, and the uh, New York Giants. All right, another almost had the Chiefs. They almost had the Chiefs last almost- week. Almost, they look good, but another tumultuous, uh, another tumultuous week here for the Las Vegas Raiders. We've talked about it at nauseum, uh, you know, for this, uh, you know, everything that went on with Henry Ruggs. Uh, but this team has found a way to kind of adapt and come together. And I've really taken a lot. I mean, I've taken, I've always liked uh, Derek Carr, but I've really taken an extra liking to his, uh, uh, just the way he's handling this as an emotional leader. Sorry, I just saw I just saw the group chat. Um, I just put it in there because it is a picture of my dog, so it was kind of cute. Oh, I thought I thought it was about the candy corn, but no, <laughs> candy corn is sick. Um, who are we talking? Oh, Raiders and Giants. Yeah, Derek Carr. Um, yeah, dude, Derek Carr has grown so much this season. Like as like it's just a human being. Period. Like he's become like one of my like more like like one of my favorite guys in the league, dude. Like I was a big. I was never like a big like oh Derek Carr is like a superstar guy like or anything like that, but just off the field stuff, dude. Derek Carr seems like a really like like a really really like awesome just human being in general. So I'm I'm just gonna keep rooting for that guy like I really am. So um, other than that, um, I would never start him in a fantasy football game ever. So no, I'm kidding. wow, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, Damn. I'm kidding. <clears throat> no man. Um, is there is Darren Waller back? Baller Waller okay. is back. Um, he Baller is. Waller. He's nice. okay. There's no questionable designation. There's okay. no injury designation. He's um, he's good. Who do you like in Ruggs' absence now? Is it? I think Brian your Brian boy, Edwards. Brian Edwards takes a step up. And I Come think, on, baby. I think Renfro or, becomes more dependable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course, uh, Renfro. Um, the man, the myth, the legend, Zaytoven Jones. <sighs> Probably not. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll have to wait and see about that one. <laughs> Zay. But I think oh I think God. Edwards and Renfro are initial are instant bumps up. Um, but this offense is still in a good place. I mean, they would look good last year, even when Ruggs was – I think Ruggs was out, uh, you know, last Ruggs was never really a big impact for the team at, at any point, really. Like, he, right. like, he was at, starting- at least – at least the impact he, he was supposed to be making, being a 12th overall pick. Correct. He he was supposed to, you know, he was getting a little bit more involved in the offense this year, but yeah. 
it still wasn't the same. I don't think the Raiders offense changes that much to be perfectly no, honest with you. All. Not. And no. I'm liking a lot of the starts this week. I, you know, Derek Carr has been, again, we, we can't say enough good things about Derek Carr. He's had Derek one, Carr. he's had one bad game this year. It was against Chicago where he threw for good 206 defense. yards and an interception. Good defense. Great defense. He scored seven points in that game. Every oh. other, he has not scored less than 18 um, yeah. and, and that was against the Chargers, who has a good defense. Everything else has been hot. Twenties, so he's been hot. Derek Carr, stardom. Josh Jacobs, yes, easily, yes. Based on he's been drafted. a little disappointing, don't you think, Josh Jacobs? Or is, am I kind of? Yeah, that's why I up? stayed away from. I, I I knew that Josh yeah, Jacobs was going to be bad this year, but I didn't realize how bad. I thought it was going to be more attested to the offensive line. The touchdowns are there, but dude, he's got sixty carries for two hundred yards. Yeah. That's not a good. I'm pretty sure didn't Derrick Henry have that against the Bills? Like that same exact <laughs> I, stat line, sixty for two hundred and four and five touchdowns. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what he had. You probably um, <laughs> so. But yeah, man, um, Josh Jacobs has been. But yeah, I mean, you still got a star. Might he's still? What would you put him? Top fifteen guy, top eighteen running back. Ah, uh, let's see. I got yeah. Actually, I I'd say probably top top fifteen, top twelve in that range. Yeah. Um, just strictly a volume play, and you know he's going to get the goal line carries for sure. So, yeah, the, their offense has been uh, it's been all over the place this year. But yeah, Josh Jacobs has not been has not been the the guy that a lot of people thought he would be. Um, but we did we did rank him pretty low. Uh, let's have a, before we get into that. What uh, is the Raiders' defense interest you this week against Danny Dimes and company? No. Okay, that's what I figured. They have been playing good. The Giants' offense has been playing a lot better. Um, Danny Dimes, he wants people to like stop shitting on him. Yeah, I mean, which he think it's it's been warranted. It absolutely has been warranted. But um, he, I'm never he, gonna stop for what he did he, to my he, fans. He's starting team. to step up, man. He really is. He's, he's he's getting there. And you know what? And and kudos to him. It's been with without his full team the entire step of the way. Honestly, right? Now, if yeah. uh, you know Barkley's out or a Galladay or or a Sterling Shepard or a Dante Pettis who's on IR now. Like, like I'm looking at his the outs. Like, look at Barkley out, Shepard out, Pettis out. Hotel Motel Galladay in is healthy. Oh my God! ESPN still has Eli Manning listed as for the Giants. <laughs> he ain't just, coming back, so quit asking. <laughs> he has a point two percent. He's point two percent rostered. Good for the good. Wow. Who's holding on to that guy? I, I, I'm very curious. <laughs> Someone's got a source. They're like, it's Eli. I, don't know, I might sound crazy. <laughs> yeah, Eli. What's he building in there? The people would have him on the, on the bench. What's he building in there? <laughs> but uh, yeah, continue to use Daniel Jones if you have been. All right. I know he pissed me off a couple of weeks ago. Not at his fault, but um, continue to use Daniel Jones. Continue to use Devontae Booker. All right, he's been a fine substitution in, in the absence oh, of, yeah. of, of Barkley. Once again, we say it all the time. He's a volume play. He's going to get a lot of carries. So For sure. For he's sure. He's to break at least one of them for four yards. So fire not, Yeah. <laughs> as far as wide receivers go, man, I don't like any of these guys. But if you absolutely need to start somebody, probably Kadarius Tony. But I don't like any of them. If I could get away with not starting a Giants wide receiver, I would. Let's play America's favorite game. Why did Ryan trade for this person? I gave someone a first round pick for Kenny Galladay this offseason. So there you have it. You still take my fantasy advice. I probably should stop telling people these stories. Miles Sanders, Probably. Kenny Galladay. Um, I, 
They're going to be why calling. Am I, you why am I upset? <laughs> you keep this up, man. They're going to be calling for Walker, and is Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be a top twelve quarterback suggestions again? <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to get my my email from Matt saying, "Hey, um, we did a background check of your fantasy <laughs> pass, and you're done. You're out." Yeah, best of you're best of off. best of luck in your future endeavors, <laughs> um, kid. Uh, Giants defense interested at all? No. Okay, me neither. All right, next up, guys, we're going Chargers and the Eagles. Lots of starts for the Chargers, lots of knots for the Eagles. <laughs> that's kind of where my head Except for Jalen Hurts. That's except for Jalen Hurts. That's where I'm at. I don't think we have to spend too much time on this one, honestly. I know the Chargers uh, lost. I mean, a- if you have any Chargers offensive player, you're starting them. That, I mean, I really don't think we have to say much about that. I'm starting Jared Cook. I'm starting Mike Williams, Keenan, Austin Eckler. Justin Herbert, end of list. That's all you need to worry about. Yeah, we don't got to spend too much time on that one. But for really Philadelphia, don't. this team is boo boo, and uh, Jalen Hurts. Are the Chargers. Is... Side note, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Oh, you're good. The Chargers are only favored by one and a half points. What yeah, I didn't get that. Here? I, I don't. Vegas, what do you what do you know that we don't? Vegas, it's fishy. It's certainly because they lost two straight. Like, come on, get yeah, out of here. Shut your mouth. Come on, Chargers are good. But I don't know. See, like I'm concerned because like Jalen Hurts did not do good against Detroit. Was that that's his worst hey, game though historically? He was QB one. He was still a QB one. Yeah, that's, Hurts, that's, that's, he's a number one fantasy quarterback. Like, yeah, he's bad at football in real life, but boy, <laughs> does he put up points? It's it's like it's like um um what, what's his name uh uh Bortles. He's oh like yeah, Bortles man. Oh, yeah. He he puts up points like he's he's QB four right now. Four. He's the fourth overall scoring player in fantasy. Like. You got to start him, man. Like Jalen Hurts is a must start. Actually, he was not a QB one against Detroit. I lied. He had eleven points. So I'm sorry for everyone that had to hear that. But he's had over seven carries in every game. So the dude's going to be running the ball. Yeah, like, for sure. Um, he must start. Must start. So yeah, Philadelphia. That's really about it. I I don't like Philly's offense or fantasy perspective at that's all. Un, un, until they show a little bit more connection with Devonta Smith, I'm out. Yeah, me too. Maybe Goddard. Do you want Goddard at all, or still no? I see. I don't know. It, it's all. It depends on what the rest, your your tight end position is. Like, I do I want him? No, I don't. But uh, also, oh. if I have if I have Tyler Croft as my starting Jets, why as my starting tight end? I think I might want to use Dallas yeah. Goddard. Yeah, you know, it's one of those situations. Not so fast though. I mean, Boston Scott, he looked good. I guess it was the Lions, but Boston Scott, he like I said last week, he was their third down back before Miles Sanders went down. And this just looks like a game script where Justin Herbert's going to throw all over these guys and they're going to be down by two scores. Right. Um, Boston Scott could be getting a couple dump off passes. He could, he, I could see him getting five, six targets this game. So I think in, I think in a flex league, like he's, he's a good flex play this week. Boston okay. Scott. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um, all right. Let's move on to our next game. We're going to take a look at the Packers and the Chiefs. Uh, big news out of we all know that Aaron Rodgers is going to be out at this point. Yeah. Jordan Love getting his first NFL starts. Do you, would this, you take a chance on the, Jordan Love? Uh, yes, I guess the Chiefs, of course. This is going to be the fastest people can judge a quarterback right now because <laughs> like one of the worst defenses of all time. So if Jordan Love plays bad, it's, everyone's going to be like, this guy sucks. So, yeah, this is a good That is a good point. This is a uh, very good metric. Very, 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 very bad team. Very yeah. defense. So For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, so if if you're gonna if you need a quarterback uh, and you don't know who to pick, Jordan Love is probably one of your best yes. waiver wire options this week. 
Uh, I'm still starting all the weapons as if Rodgers is playing too. Like Aaron Jones is going to eat. Devontae Adams is going to get those targets. And that's really it. Like that's really all you need to worry about. Obviously there's no more Tunyon. So um, I don't know if that's going to mean a step up for another receiver or what, but um, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, and Jordan Love are all, 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 all good in my book. For sure. Um, yeah, defensively, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. For the Not Packers, the fighting out of the defense, yeah, it is. It I, is. I, I just can't I can't bring myself to do it. I don't know. I just can't. Not yet. I, I'm still yeah. weird about it, right. Um, it's, like, it's like the Chiefs. Like, yeah, they've been playing good, but literally I feel like they could flip a switch at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. If it persists till like this, the rest of the season, next season is going to be a little concerning for them. Um, But yeah, for the chiefs, your easy ones, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, and, uh, and even Daryl Williams, Williams, no doubt. Actually, Derek Gore looked good last week. He did. He got 10.8, 11, uh, 11 attempts, 48 yards and a touchdown. I mean, Maybe it was just that one drive I watched with Derek Gore. He like he was like they ran it from like seven straight seven straight times, right? And he just walked into the end zone. So yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, Probably all right. not though. He, he's more of a stash. See what happens because Clyde because <laughs> Clyde wasn't great. So who knows what, what it's going to be? So go ahead, go ahead and stash Gore for a week or two. Yeah, running backs and, and KC just don't go hand in hand. Uh, next this game we haven't at least. No, no. Uh, recently, recent years they really haven't. Arizona and yeah, San Francisco. Since Cream Hunt went right, that's about that's been the last time, right? Since Cream, like when Cream Hunt left, that was about it for their running backs. Uh okay. No, I, I just seen something that was very concerning. Um, uh, sorry. Next game, Arizona and San Francisco. And are you good? Well, I'm good. I didn't know Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins were projected to be out. Are they? Murray and Hopkins saw, have zero projected points right now. I saw the injury report. They were questionable all week. Um, He's a game time decision. Right. And what time do they play? Are they later? 425. 425. 425. I'm literally looking directly at the time they play. Um, yeah, guys, that's like, that's always really tough with those later games like that. Um If you have a guy that's playing in the one o'clock, 12 o'clock, slate i guess like keep an eye on it uh, up until the very last second and if you don't have anything that's not good as far as how doubtful it is right right. like that's that's i mean if he's really if he's legitimately questionable probably gonna stay they're gonna put projected points there but to not be or to be listed questionable and have zero points next to your name i don't know if i like anything from arizona's offense this week if that's the case yeah um I, I, dude, I just, I can't see them not playing, man. Uh, it is San Fran. They do have a win over them. I will say I on the sleeper th- app that he is projected points, but yes, it, it still says um, in, in the little description, it's, it's a game time decision, but he is still projected points on sleeper. So, okay. Yeah. It's been as mid zero, but well, we'll, we shall see. I hate that they got rid of the doubtful tag. I hate that they got rid of that. Did they? Oh yeah, D- doubtful has been has been gone for a while. For like I seen doubtful on, on ESPN for a couple. And a Maybe couple. it's on other platforms. They got rid of it for some reason, or like the NFL doesn't use it anymore. The NFL huh. doesn't use it anymore. Interesting. But like fantasy, fantasy absolutely uses it. But I don't, I don't think the NFL uses the doubtful tag anymore, or something like. That. I could be wrong. Maybe I dreamt it. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I mean, if it is against, you know, it, if that's the case, then, um, running backs, but even like that's where San Francisco's bread and, and butter is. Fran, yeah. Guys, if, if, um, if Kyler's out, this is a abandoned ship, man. I think I, I think Chase Edmonds and that's it. If Kyler Murray's out, I, I mean, really do. Yeah. Cole McCoy's I mean, not going to bowl ball for your receivers. That they, 49ers they, have 341 total yards per game allowed, 214 through the air, and 127 on the ground. Yeah. So I don't know. I think Chase Edmonds, and that's it. And just that's only because, you know, we know the 49ers have a good defensive line. So Cole McCoy could be checked down, throwing check downs to um, Chase Edmonds. So I don't know, guys. Like, if Kyler Murray's not, uh, not in there, then. It's almost as abandoned ship at that point. Right. Yeah, I'm kind of – that's kind of where I'm at. The whole offense changes. It does. Yeah. Um, defensively, I'm kind of interested in because of how weird that San Francisco's offense is. But um, San Fran's offense right now, Debo Samuel is a must-start. That's Jimmy, it. That's <laughs> San Francisco's offense. Debo Samuel has been – that's it. That's literally it. And Debo and Elijah Mitchell, I think, is where I'm at. Oh, yeah. Elijah Mitchell, man, yeah. And Look George really Kittle good. is expected to come back this week, but even still, like there's so many better options out. Oh, not really, but there are better options than than George yeah. Kittle as a fantasy. Especially player. coming off an injury, you got to wait and see with Kittle. Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, I it, it is concerning. I, I yeah, this game is kind of like unless you have Debo and Elijah Mitchell, I'm not really. I'm not really. And it wasn't a high scoring game last time they played either. It was yeah. well, at least it started off. It was like ten to seven for most of the way. Dude, if Kyler's out, this could be the most boring game of all time. It's gonna be. It bad. really could be. It's gonna be bad. That's a poop. That's a poop game. Man, that what that sucks the league. That sucks for Kyler, man. He was he was on a really good stretch. There. We knew that though that this offense runs through him, and if there there's a fall off with Kyler, Dude, even hurt. even yeah. Hopkins too. They're super interchangeable. You know, if any of those guys are out, it's like, you know, that's that's it for the that's it for the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, let's move on to our next game. We got Tennessee and the Rams. Dude, this game would be so good if Derek Henry was healthy. I know. I know. This is it. this is big time fantasy implications. Derek Henry's uh, my brother got walloped this week. Pretty bad. Pretty bad this week in, in our in our league. So it not injuries. only did he lose Derek Henry, mm. all right. Uh he lost Jameis Winston for the season on IR. Yep. Okay. Aaron Rodgers out this week with COVID. And then Michael Thomas, who was, he was hoping to be back by now, announced that he was not coming back for this season. It's a good so. thing he dropped Mike White and went for Tyrod when he did, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Jesus. That would have been – you're probably like, yeah, I'm just going to – yeah, I'm good. I quit. Here's my 20 bucks. Here's my 20 bucks. Um, yeah. Here's my donation. <laughs> so, yeah, the Derrick Henry news is it changes, I think, the whole landscape of this Titans offense. And the NFL, man. That sucks. It does. I, I I feel awful about it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's from a Colts fan. He's he just fun to watch. He really is. Like, he is. He's fun. He's good for the league. And he was on pace to have an. I think he was going to have another. Two, he was going to have another two thousand yard season. He was going to be like the first one of the first people to have like two two thousand yard seasons. But he would have been the first to have back to back, if I'm not mistaken. Man, um, if he if he if he comes back next season after I like after this injury and runs for another 2000, he's going to be like in consideration for the best running back of all time. He's first. Yeah. First ballot hall of famer. No oh, doubt. he already is. He already is first ballot. No doubt. But, um, 
But anyways, back to healthy players. Yeah. Um, so Tannehill. Adrian, yeah. I'm cons- say, uh, we'll start at the top at quarterback Tannehill. I am concerned uh, with a Tannehill start this week. One again because it's against the Rams too, because the run game, say, especially is, against the defense they're going yeah. against. For those who don't understand football metrics or football science, the run game. If if you can get a defense to commit to the run game, it makes the pass game that much easier. Uh, Adrian, and that's Peterson, how Tannehill makes his money. That's how Tannehill makes his money. Is kind of sorta. If listen, this is this is a big opportunity for Tannehill to show that he yep. can be a legit quarterback. Um, but historically yep. speaking, once when Derrick Henry is shut down and is obsolete, they don't do too well. And listen, yep. Aaron, Do- they are not going to commit linebackers and cornerbacks to Adrian Peterson. I'm sorry. Adrian, no. uh, Aaron Donald is going to have his way with, with old man Peterson. <laughs> so the, I am concerned about Ryan, a Ryan Tannehill start uh, right now. I don't like it until proven otherwise that he can throw and he can sling it without the caliber of player that Derek Henry is. I almost wonder if he's going to utilize his legs more. Cause as we know, Tannehill can run the ball. He can. So I don't know if he's going to utilize, especially in this game where like, Guys, the Rams are going to get home. They're 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 going to. So I don't know if that means uh, Tannehill is going to escape the pocket and use those legs to uh, pick up some extra yardage. But he's a he he's he's a tough play for me this week, man. Like especially with this, the, like is Julio back? I think he is. Julio's back. He doesn't have not that, not that he makes he hasn't really made that much of a difference. He really hasn't. So um, and Julio has had it, one good game. One game yeah, over it, ten points. This might be a better game for him because I mean AJ Brown's gonna have the the um, Jalen Ramsey treatment, so this this could be a Julio game. I don't know. I mean, Tannehill makes me nervous though. At, at the end of the day, I mean Tannehill has to get it done. He has to prove people that he's not just some guy that turns around and gives the ball to Derrick Henry. So right, this is a big time like prove it stretch for Ryan Tannehill. It is. It, it certainly is, and that's really all I have for Tennessee. Uh, I don't like starting Adrian Peterson this week. Obviously, you know, he's been working out and stuff, but he's not, he doesn't have the football, um, that football, I guess, uh, level of conditioning yet. Yeah. Um, and watch, he's going to rip off like a 70 yard touchdown <laughs> by and stiff arm Aaron Donald in the process or something. Yeah, right. Like just absolutely puts Aaron Donald through the field. <laughs> just, just put him on his ass. Um, <laughs> my turns of the camera says, screw you, Matt Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta be beat my ass with a switch. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was too far. Okay, moving on. Uh, I yeah, still it's like, been like it's been like 10 years. We're good. Yeah, we're good. All right, for the Rams, yeah, start, 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 start. Every <laughs> yeah, okay, carry on. <laughs> Stafford, Cup, Henderson, Woods. Uh, I don't know about Cup. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> like, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> He's on pace to break, like, uh, what? what is he at right now? He's on pace to break a, a is it Michael Irvin's record or something like that? Like a single season receiving yards yeah. record? Or so, yeah, yeah, something crazy like that. Dude sucks. And, <laughs> and defense, their defense. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. They did get rid of Deshaun yeah. Jackson. They cut him. They allowed him to uh, go explore free agency. Is he going to get picked up? I think? think so. I, by who? I don't know. I, I don't know. There's teams who need a deep threat, and he could still go sometimes. But Raiders. I know. Everybody's going to just go with the Raiders. Um, you have to. So, but uh, does this help Van Jefferson out? Yes. No. Wait. What? Um, yeah. I mean, I've I've been talking about Van Jefferson. I think he's I think he's flex worthy. Actually, week. you know what? It doesn't. I guess it really doesn't because this. Uh, he's been. Jackson the wasn't three. really. 
he has been the number three. So that's that was a silly comment. But yeah, um, start him anyways. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> start ahead. him anyways. And then uh, our yeah, and that's I mean Rams defense obviously. Do we say Daryl uh, Henderson? Yeah, fire him up. Yep, yep, yeah, for okay. sure. It, it dude's Bought been it. a really really good fill in for uh, basically every single starter. Yeah, he has been. Shit, sorry, start Andrew Whitworth if you want a tight end. I don't care. Get points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. One of the yeah. Colts offensive linemen got a touchdown last week. Danny Pinter. All right. And then your main event for the week, Monday night football, Bears and Steelers. <laughs> you don't say main event like that. <laughs> like, like this is Mayweather McGregor. Main event. <laughs> this is more like uh this is more like Ben Askren and in, in one of the the Paul, the which yeah. whatever Paul brother asshole who fought him. Um <laughs> I don't like no, anybody this, from Chicago. This is me and you on the main card. Right <laughs> Dibs on the Steelers, though, you son of a bitch. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I don't blame you for that one. I, I don't like anything from Chicago. Um, anything. Like, maybe Khalil yes. Herbert, but I don't even like that. Steelers, TJ Watts can absolutely terrorize Justin Fields, man. I, You know what? I, I think I, the only thing I like from Chicago is their defense. And that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a reach. Yeah, you're right. You're that's right. a reach. Um, any love for Darnell Mooney at all? He's been the number one guy. I mean, he, somebody's got to catch passes. Somebody's got to catch Robinson passes. Wake, can someone wake him up? Want to be Alan, you're still in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to be there no more. Uh, yeah, you blame him? He's, he's just out there milking it. I guess if you have to start somebody from Chicago's offense, it'd probably be a Mooney. It'd have to be a Darnell yeah. Mooney. But at, hell no to Justin Fields. Um, for oh. Pittsburgh on the flip side. Najee Harris is projected. Najee. He's the leading yep. projection uh, this week in points. Uh, Chicago's 13th against the rush. Najee in one of my leagues, uh, 22 points projected. So, yeah, that's insane. He's good. I mean, he, he, he gets a lot of uh, balls through the air. So he does. Um, uh, Deontay Johnson, Claypool and Friar move. That's kind of what I have. Yeah, I think I like Fryman with more than anybody. It's the corners from Chicago are decent. So. Yeah, he had a good good show in the last two weeks. Uh, Seattle, or the last two games that he's played in Seattle, he had 12, 12 points. And uh, Cleveland, he had 14. So, But uh, defensively, fire up Pittsburgh. Fire up Pittsburgh oh, if you got uh- it. I think I, I think I'd start Chicago too, to be honest with you. Oh yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. I, I definitely, oh, yeah. if I was going to start anything from Chicago, the defense, but yeah, you um, start both. yeah, you could definitely start both. But that is it, everybody. That is your week nine. Uh, I hate fantasy. that we ended on that game, right? Isn't it terrible? <laughs> Who books this shit? Um, yeah. <laughs> we should be the schedule people in the NFL. <laughs> we should. We should. <laughs> Bills Colts Monday night every game. Every game, every week, every season. Absolutely. Um, but that is it, everybody. Best of luck in your fantasy outings this week. We appreciate your support as always. Uh, and on behalf of Ryan and I, till next time, the two point conversation is. Yeah, spot. Luke 